Welcome to the Sunday Vibes at NST podcast where my co-host Elina Koshi and I, Intan Maizura, will be sharing our thoughts, views and stories on a range of topics. So why not subscribe to our podcast on Audio Plus and enjoy the vibes. Hi and welcome to another edition of the Sunday Vibes podcast and yes... Favorite partner in crime, Elena Koshi. Hello, is in the house as usual. Yes. But you know what? Yes. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? what? We don't have the usual suspects today with I us. I know we don't. Yes, we've got someone even more dashing. Oh yes, oh, I, no. I don't think most is going to be happy. No, with no, that no, rating. no. But I mean, the guest today is is actually quite apt for what we're going to be discussing today. Yeah. So we have in the house the handsome and dashing oh, doctor. No. <laughs> He's all knowing, Doctor Shafiq Salihin. Yes, uh, medical correct. doctor. Yeah. All right, an author of the intriguingly titled book mm-hmm. "How to Stay Alive in Your Twenties: mm-hmm. A Guide to Overcoming Dark Thoughts and Finding Hope in Life." Does that not sound yeah. intriguing? It yeah. is. But I mean, how to stay alive in our age? Why you think we're one foot near the grave? Or I don't know, lah. <laughs> but uh, you know. Okay. All right. <laughs> no. We're not going to go there because it's not about us. Oh damn. Okay. Welcome, okay. Dr. Shafiq. Or should can we call you Shafiq? Just yeah, to you keep can it call chill? me Shafiq. It's all okay. Right. Yeah. All right. So Thanks for having me. He's one of us. Yeah. It's one of he's us. One of us. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what are we talking about today, Al? Do you have any idea? I know it's about dark thoughts Oh no, okay, forget it Not that kind <laughs> of dark thoughts Okay World, World Mental Health Day recently came and mm-hmm. went Okay mm-hmm. But mental health is such a buzzword these days Yes, think? absolutely, yeah Yeah, mm-hmm. so we're going to devote this episode on mm-hmm. that topic and, and I mean, he's the perfect guest for this Absolutely, I think well, I hope uh, I am. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I hope I am. <laughs> Okay, so the words Anxiety Depression, ADHD, yeah. trauma response, boundaries. Yeah. What's all this? Why, I know. Why, why? Back in our time, right? We don't have all well, these kind of uh, buzzwords. I mean, the, according to one of our other co-host we are we belong to the dinosaur age right but at, at that point of time if we went and told our parents you know i have anxiety i need to define my boundaries tts that was the medication two tight slaps <laughs> what depressed no why cannot focus no two tight slaps right i think the reason for that is because psychiatry in itself it's a i mean because when, we, when we're talking about mental health we're talking about psychiatry right or psychology yeah. mm. and it's a fairly new uh, school of uh, medicine, really, mm. as compared to say things like cardiology, mm. where you know for thousands of years people have known what the heart looks like, right? right. Mm. But no one has actually cared about these things up until now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, psychiatry is fairly new. It's been around. I mean, not psychiatry itself, but the studies that we've done, right? Mm-hmm. They're fairly recent, hundred years plus, you know, give or take. So it's it's not as well known as the other. Um, schools in medicine really So I think that's the reason why So are you saying yeah. that Yes We During our prehistoric yeah. time Did have those things did, Were depressed But we were not able to um, Actually put a, a label to it Is that what you're saying? Because now it's Yeah more... pretty much Yeah because mm. in my book Right in my book In the first chapter I... Yes wait okay Before you yeah. go on mm-hmm. In a nutshell What's the book about And why? The book is um, it's exactly in the title It's how to stay alive in your 20s Because people in our 20s We tend to um, feel left out Feel alone You tend to feel depressed or sad And there's not much outlet To to more or less express these things you know. Mm-hmm. And the book is there to remind people that Number one, you're not alone And number two, there is a way out Out of this mm-hmm. you know, despair and sadness really Right. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. That's that's what it's about. And I guess the most important thing about the book is that 
it is a practical book. It's an action book. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. I'm, I'm. I didn't just talk about feelings and everything in the book. It's. It's more practical. It's about what you can do when you feel certain things, mm-hmm. or what you should do when you feel, for example, suicidal. You know, mm. and these are all the things that I try and talk about in the book. Okay, and you are able to talk about these things mm. because you are actually writing from your you're sharing your experience. Is that right? Yeah, pretty How much. How much of it is? It's, um, when I wrote the book, it I tried to be um, as holistic as possible. Like I tried, I tried not to talk about myself too much. It's more about the patients that I've met as a doctor as opposed to what I experienced myself. Although there are bits and pieces of that. As well, mm-hmm. but what is it about the younger generation mm-hmm. that's uh, who's? I mean, would you say that they are more predisposed towards this these feelings mm-hmm. as opposed to you know to to older generation, mm-hmm. or is it because maybe we were predis we are predisposed to these mm-hmm. feelings, but yeah. pro- probably in the past it was taboo. Mm-hmm. Maybe nobody likes to talk about it because yeah. if you say you're going to a psychiatrist, yeah, it you're means like you're mad. to the Tanjung Rambutan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Back I- in the day, right? Yeah. 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 So is it? But in your opinion, like when mm-hmm. you see patients and things that are, yeah. are the young predisposed to these uh, feelings these days? When you talk about predisposition, like the data that we have, mm. um, younger people from eighteen to twenty nine are more predisposed to have really? mental health issues as opposed to um, those that are a bit older. Mm. So the prevalence here in Malaysia is about thirty um, percent of. People actually have depressive symptoms. Now they're not exactly diagnosed with, say, depression, but mm-hmm. they have those symptoms. So thirty percent, and this is based on the 2015 um, National Health and Morbidity Survey. Well, what so, are the symptoms? Um, so when you talk about depression, depression is like a big. It's a broad. Thing. It's yeah. a broad term. Mm-hmm. You know, in psychiatry, there are a lot of um, diagnoses for depression. You know, the the but the one that we most often talk about is major depressive disorder. Right, so there are nine core symptoms in in major depressive disorder. So, mm-hmm. in that study, that 2015 study done here in Malaysia, mm. by the way, um, they found that 30 percent of people that they interviewed had these symptoms. 30 so percent. That's a, that's wow. a yeah, very that's big a number. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. In the US, it's like seven percent of them have have um, the prevalence of depression in the US. It's like seven percent. So. But what it's, are the symptoms? What are, what are the things that make one like that makes up that diagnosis of yeah you're having depression? Sure, yeah. Mm. So there are nine symptoms, mm. right? Nine core symptoms. Mm. Number one would be a low mood. Right? Low mood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number two would be anhedonia, which is a fancy um, Latin word meaning without pleasure. So it means like whatever you liked to do before, you don't, you don't like to do mm. now. Okay. Right. Okay. That's too. Anhedonia. I learned a new word. Anhedonia. Yeah. That's exactly. A nice word. Yeah. So the thing pretty, about medicine is, like, we use all these big fancy words. Yeah. It's. It doesn't like it's not that special, really. It's just without pleasure. You don't feel pleasure when you do things. That's pretty That's much so it. That's so sad. It only sounds um, fancy because it's in Latin, and nobody uses Latin Such anymore. I like anhedonia. I feel like somebody anhedonia. Oh my god! I feel I want to name my daughter that. <laughs> I should, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, it's very jargony, but yeah. you know, but it, but it's there. It's okay, anhedonia. Anhedonia. Without All pleasure. Right. Right. Any other Latin words? Yeah. Um, and then the, the that's it for now. <laughs> that's it for now. Okay. Okay. What uh, so about the, 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 the others? Um, so when you talk about depression, actually, you, you would like to um, more or less divide up the symptoms between what you you know between physical symptoms and more say emotional ones. Mm-hmm. So low mood, anhedonia. Mm-hmm. Number three would be a feeling of guilt, tremendous guilt or worthlessness. Okay. Okay. And suicidal ideation, which means. 
You, you think of it. You think, think of it. About it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And then people often think that depression is just that. You know, it's just in the mind. You know, we hear that all the time. Yeah, oh, it's all in yeah, your mind. It's yeah, all in your correct. mind. It's your mental. Um, it's your mental state or whatever it is, right? Mm. It's not exactly that. It is that, but it's also this, which is physical symptoms. You know, people with depression actually have physical symptoms. And number one would be loss of weight. Okay, okay. a low okay. appetite mm-hmm. is included. Damn. All right. Yeah, I'm definitely not depressed. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. And number two would be um, low energy. Mm. Okay. Okay, I'm not depressed then. I'm not I got depressed. lots of energy. Yeah. Okay. I thought Carry I was. Okay. Number three would be um, psychomotor agitation or retardation, and that means uh, you feel okay. a bit on edge, mm-hmm. right? You feel a bit um, like you can't relax, more or less, right? Psychomotor agitation. Okay. okay? You can't relax. You can't relax. Okay. Yeah. Are right. you always on edge? Yeah, like you're always on edge, edge. right? That's, okay. That's number. What number Four is it? Four or five? Now? Around oh, that? Yeah. yeah. I think I've got two five. more. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, five, the next one is um, a decreased in uh, concentration. Okay. Okay. But you get that every oh, week. Oh, damn it. That's because when I write. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> Seasonal <sorry>. depression. <laughs> no, no. Hers is a weekly depression. Well, weekly, yeah. weekly. Weekly. Yeah. Okay, never mind. And the yeah. last one is um, insomnia or hypersomnia. Oh, then you're ah. definitely which is depressed. Whether or not you, you know, it's either you sleep too much or you sleep too little. Essentially, that's what it is, right? <laughs> okay. So I think that's nine. Okay. I think we got okay. nine, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's nine. Right. The thing is, with depression, you need at least five of these to, to be diagnosed, to be diagnosed. Ah. With, with depression. Okay? okay. I'm not a psychiatrist myself, yeah. but I do have some experience in the psychiatric um, wards and mm-hmm. departments. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just sharing with you what I've learned so right. far, you right. know? Oh. Um, So that's nine symptoms. They need to have it for at least two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, two weeks. Oh, two weeks. right. It can't be. Oh, today I feel this, 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 and this. Therefore, I have depression. It's not like right. that. It's supposed to be pervasive. Yeah, but you, you know? know, you know what? With this, with this word depression, right? Because yeah. sometimes I, when I ask, you know, certain people that shall not mm-hmm. be named, okay, yeah. uh-huh. like to do something, yeah. you know, and they'll say, "Oh God, I'm just feeling so depressed. I don't think I have yeah. the energy for this." Yeah. And sometimes it seems like it's it's you know a great excuse. To use to get Understood. yourself, yeah. you know, out of. So, so when do you take it seriously? It's when yeah. the answer to that is when that sadness mm-hmm. or depression starts to affect your daily activities or your daily life, right? Mm-hmm. Because sadness is in, in itself is not like a, a problem. It's not a symptom. Mm. Sadness in itself is just sadness. It's human emotion, right? It's supposed to be normal. Everyone feels sadness once in a while, but when that mood or feeling becomes pervasive throughout your life, mm-hmm. you know, and it starts to affect different areas of your life, your relationships, your work, your studies, whatever it might be, that's when you start to think, maybe this guy has depression mm-hmm. and he needs help, right? What, what's the lowest you've ever got to or dipped to, Al? Mm-hmm. Have you, I, mean, I mean, now that, you know, Doc, Doc Shafiq here has given us the list, mm-hmm. so do you have, mm-hmm. have you actually like mentally been taking any part of that? Yeah, of course, of course. So how many? Have you got at least the, the minimum? Yeah, you yeah, have. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. what what triggered the lowest period for you? Oh, the lowest is of course. Uh, was it a heartbreak when there was a death in the family? Ah, mm-hmm. so that for me was the lowest. Lah. Yeah. Okay. 
Mm. Well, with grief, it's a bit different it's because different. there is a reason for you to be mm-hmm. sad, right. right? Okay. So there are certain grief disorders as well okay. in so psychiatry. Okay. De- so with depression, you, there is no reason. That's there's the, no link to it. I'm sure. Not there necessarily. Is. There, mm. there can be triggers as well. So okay. that's the thing with psychiatry, right? These are. It's not as simple as oh, you have a broken leg. You have a broken femur of the right leg. Therefore, mm-hmm. go to the hospital, right? It's not mm. that way with psychiatry. We put down the borders between this diagnosis and that diagnosis, and most of the time, it's not that clear mm-hmm. which is which, you know. And if you really want to know, like, do you actually have depression? My only advice is go see a psychiatrist, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that I think I have to say here: the book is not a substitute for an actual visit. To a psychiatrist for an actual diagnosis. For an actual diagnosis, no. Yeah. Don't read the book and go, oh, why? Oh, I have depression. Mm. No, go see a psychiatrist. It's not a substitute for a good psychiatrist. Okay. On, right? on that note, though, I have to ask yeah. you because, sure. like, in my family, and yeah. I think generally in, in yeah. a lot of Malay families, okay, you know, any any indication or any even reference to having some kind of mental uh, difficulties or challenges or, or yeah. whatever yeah. anything or or even suggesting that you know I need to go and see a therapist yeah. i think like my parents or even you know a lot of parents would probably one panic because mm-hmm. that's just not okay because there's still the stigma yeah. and then for you to even say i need to see a therapist is like what are you talking about it's an alien concept mm-hmm. so the the normal response would be you're not praying enough you need to ask from god to give you mm-hmm. that peace yeah. of mind yeah. all right yeah. is that no, is that okay yeah, within uh, indian absolutely, families too? because mm-hmm. we we do have an in, in part of my extended family sure. we did have somebody who had to go and see a psychiatrist mm-hmm. uh, who was who was facing mental breakdown and depression and yeah. it was all covered up and hush hush yeah, and like mm-hmm. nobody wants to talk about it it's it's like uh, an elephant in the room but nobody wants to talk about it yeah, and yeah. it's usually covered up and i feel that here uh psychiatry uh therapy and mm. things like this are, yeah. are often taboo words yeah because yeah. people most Asians feel that it's a taboo thing or it's, it's a, a weakness mm. or it's, mm-hmm. it's it's a it's reflective it's, of your family yeah mm-hmm. of your family history that's it yeah. like yeah. oh there's a nut, nut job Nutter. in the family mm. you know what I'm saying yeah yeah, yeah I get mm. what you mean and I have met patients like that before the mm-hmm. family the families of patients mm. that I've met some yeah. of them are like like what they would often say like what would Other people think yeah, about yeah, of course, because that's our culture, the patient, yeah, right? Exactly, and it's something that I think, I think it's gotten a lot better now, as mm. opposed to say twenty or thirty years ago. Mm. Okay, it's definitely not where it should be, but I think it's definitely a lot better now. The thing is, we still have people who say things like that, and just to just to comment on what you said just now about you know you need to go pray and things like that. Mm. Um, there are still. People who are like they blame depression or any other mental hif- mm. hi- mental illness um, on the lack of religion or faith because they put it right? down to there's an emptiness in the so in the heart yeah. so therefore yeah. it's you need to fill it with yeah. prayers and, yeah my yeah. answer to that is they're not necessarily wrong even in psychiatry nowadays we talk about the biopsychosocial spiritual um, model of approaching patients mm-hmm. you know and that last part is important but i think what i have to say to that is it shouldn't be the only thing that you're worried about mm. when you're approaching patients with mental health issues it should be more holistic you should care about everything and not just or oh, are you praying or are you close to god or are you do you have any faith for things like that right but here's a question to you because mm-hmm. we bandy a lot of words like psychiatry mm-hmm. psychology yeah. 
therapy. Can you maybe give us a sort of an overview of mm. the differences between these fields? Because yeah. these, when it comes to mental health and things yeah. like that, yeah. we have all these terms that you've mm-hmm. got a psychiatrist, yeah. you also a got a psychologist, yeah. you also got a therapist. Yeah. So sure. what's what, where yeah. to go? Who's doing what? Yeah. Right. yeah, let's talk about those three things. So yeah. a psychiatrist is a doctor mm. who went through med school and has finished her his or her um specialized training in psychiatry okay a psychologist is a psychologist they didn't go to med school they learned psychology in university mm. and then proceeded with their masters and a phd probably in psychology the difference between a psychologist or a clinical psychologist and a psychiatrist is number one in their training And number two is what they're able to do with the patient. So a psychiatrist is able to prescribe medicines, for mm. example. Ah. A psychologist can't, right? But okay. what about their approaches? How different are their approaches in in approaching a mm. patient? Yeah, the approach is quite similar. Okay, because they they all deal with the same things more or less. They all deal with depression, schizophrenia, um, anxiety, and things like that. But I'd say the way they manage patients would be a bit different. So a psychiatrist would probably see a patient and they would be thinking of what kind of medications could I use to help alleviate some of these symptoms, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to a psychologist, they would probably think about what kind of therapies they could use. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because there are different kinds of therapies as well. You've got cognitive behavioral therapy, which is where you try and more or less change the way you think and the way you behave. Uh, you know, there's things like family therapy and there's things like personal therapy. These are all things that psychologists do. The thing is, in actual practice, there's a lot of overlap, mm. really. The only thing that doesn't overlap is medication. the medications. Mm. Yeah, the Psychiatrists would definitely are the only ones that can actually prescribe things. Okay. So then what does a therapist do then? A therapist is, well, they didn't go to med school. Mm. They didn't do psychology in in university uh, what i know is they go through um some courses done by professional bodies in malaysia uh. they become certified in certain types of therapy right so right. remember when i said about cognitive behavioral therapy mm. family mm, therapy mm, and things like that so they specialize in they specialize in very specific kinds of therapy right right so right. i'd say that's Essentially, what the differences are between the three. Okay, so so yeah. who uh, say I have um, I yeah. have someone who needs help. Yeah. So which of these three should I go for? Which is the best option? Um, I would say go to a psychiatrist, psychiatrist. first, mm-hmm. because okay. then they would be able to refer you on to different people, right? Right. Because I'm not too sure about clinical psychologists since I'm not one, mm-hmm. but in psychiatry. Uh, with psychiatrists and the people that work under them like MOs and everything mm. we stratify the risk in different patients mm-hmm. so meaning you come to me and then I uh, have a chat with you and I decide okay you are not safe to be alone for example therefore you need to be warded mm-hmm. the psychiatrist can do that the psychologist can't uh, right okay. so I say yeah go to a psychiatrist first but I I always feel a little bit um, because of the Uh, their propensity to want to medicate yeah. uh, with with medication because I, yeah. I I sometimes feel medication you mm. know what what if you get addicted to medication like for yeah. example they give you Prozac or yeah. whatever happy pills yeah. they decide yeah. to give you right yeah. so what are your thoughts about this because mm-hmm. I remember one time I wanted to uh, you know just check it out and try what check out what go and go and see mm. a psychiatrist lah well, I mean you go just and see wanted for to therapy check it out. just I to wanted, check it out no no <laughs> were you doing I research was curious. yeah yeah I wanted for to know because you know why 
in the US and all these matsali mm. places they mm. all have right everybody mm. you know and their mothers in law yeah. has a therapist has a therapist yeah. Yeah. i just yeah. been to therapy you know i've been exploring my you know my yeah. emotional whatever baggage and all that right you always yeah. see this in movies yeah. so i asked me how come malaysia <laughs> right why why is it that we don't have that kind of uh, you know um, help in a sense that it is not as widely accepted as it is in mm. you know so in, in our culture dna yeah, yeah. it's not yeah. dna right yeah. so it's very hard to find so one fine day my sister said okay this place they have therapists like yeah. so I said okay let's go let's yeah. find out so I did a sort of a zoom call with with a psychiatrist mm-hmm. right and I just find that um, okay so he asks you a lot of questions and you answer those questions and mm. suddenly just in that one session I was you know he said okay so I need, I can prescribe you this medication that medication then I never saw him again because mm-hmm. I, I didn't follow up yeah. I'm just wondering right whether mm. this need to medicate yeah yeah is necessary i understand what you mean and i think it is um it is a problem and it is something that doctors are aware of because there's this thing where you know there's this saying where if 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 all you have is a hammer everything looks like a nail right? yeah. Uh-huh. yeah so yeah, if yeah, all yeah. you have is medications yeah. everything looks like something correct. that needs to be medicated yeah, correct. right yeah, correct. and i get what you mean the thing is um some diagnoses or some conditions actually do require medications right but can- not all definitely not all but some actually do but can and it be like uh, like you you come to that conclusion yeah. in the first meeting yeah. in the first uh, yeah. on the get go you know yeah that depends on the doctor then because so, with doctors yeah. there are different say qualities or different mm. levels of doctors you know some i know some doctors do tend to over medicate but mm-hmm. some are actually very good and you don't see that as a first option you right. know it's the same with any other branch of medicine really you know okay um, i ha- i have a stupid question ah uh, okay really no questions it's really stupid. basic it's, okay. it's all right yeah. okay right. when somebody comes to you somebody close to you it could be a family member yeah. or it could be a best friend you know says yeah. to you um I'm feeling so tired i really feel depressed i don't mm-hmm. know what to do yeah. what's the right thing to say to these people yeah you know because i never really know because you mm-hmm. know of course like i i have to Elena would know because mm. my character is such that yeah. I'm just a happy person so yeah. I really cannot yeah. happy people yeah. are so tiring yeah. as well. <laughs> I'm sorry but you know I, I mean like I, I really I try yeah. to empathize so I don't give them too tight slap but sometimes True. I'm at a loss as to you know yeah. what to say what's the right thing to say yeah. I think you that's know? the problem the problem is you're thinking about what to say oh that's overthinking than, <laughs> no <laughs> you're thinking about what to say rather than you're should I to, like do like this you give should them just a listen to them just ah. listen okay. listening that's okay. the issue you're thinking of Oh, this person is sad. What should I say to them? You yeah. shouldn't say anything. You should just be there and just say, um, "I'm here for you. What do you need?" Okay. You know? And if they say, "Oh, talk? I don't know. It. I don't know." Just listen. Uh, yeah. So you just sit there and just you let just them listen. bring it all out. Yeah. There's yes. this thing. Bringing it all out in psychiatry is called emotional ventilation. Ah, right. That's okay. what you need to do as a friend, as a parent, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That should be the first step. No, because you know? I feel sometimes that they are not looking for solutions. They're yeah. just looking for someone to listen. A, a sort of a person they, they can yeah. just come and share things. Yeah. And you yeah. just listen. Yeah, I happens? feel that way too. Mm-hmm. Even in my family, right? Mm-hmm. When I was throughout high school and say university and even sometimes now, whenever I talk to people I care about, my mm-hmm. family, it started with my sisters, but I do it now with my wife as well. Mm-hmm. Um what i would say to them is hey i have a problem i don't need you to solve it 
Mm-hmm. I just want to vent. Oh, that helps, you Is know, because okay? the, you've already told them you're not yeah. looking for a solution. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm not looking for a solution. Yeah, when yeah. somebody Sometimes comes to you, people don't say that. They don't. But that's what they mean, though. That's ah, what they want from you. I they just think want they talk. should just say, "I'm not looking for a solution. Yeah. I just want you to yeah. listen." Yeah. Because so, sometimes I'm standing there thinking, so, "Sorry, wait, wait, wait. You, you, do you want me to advise you something, or would you like me to just keep quiet?" Or you could just ask that. Really, you okay. should just ask. Do you want me to give you solutions, oh, okay. or do you want me so to just listen? I'm here for you either way. You know, right. and most of the time that that helps. You know, that helps for people who are in that kind of position. Mm-hmm. And then what yeah. happens if they go one step further and they yeah. are? You notice that they are um, self harming themselves. Okay. How do you deal with that? Do you yeah. do you pretend you can't see, or or do you actually broach the topic and yeah. and make sure they know that you know? Yeah. yeah. And and then how do you move on from there? Yeah. So self harming. That's a that's a tough one. Yeah. So if people who self harm. Um, The big thing is um, you need to know whether or not this kind of self-harm is part of a suicidal ideation or not, mm-hmm. right? And for an untrained person, that's very tough to do. So my only advice is if you see somebody self-harming, get them to seek professional help, you mm-hmm. know, get them to see a doctor, a psychiatrist, you know, anyone Really, just to get that ball rolling, you know. And make them know that you know. Make that them you know that you know and that you're there to help. And that if they need it, professional services are available for them. Mm-hmm. You know, and in Malaysia, there's a lot of places where you can get it. Where? Really. Um, wow, that was one. <laughs> where? Okay. <laughs> so, um, there. My first reaction to that mm. question would be to go to any any doctor should be able to handle cases like these, but not all of them do. Okay, so I would say go to any emergency services in the mm-hmm. country that has. Psychiatric services, you know, um, it's everywhere in in the major hospitals in Klang Valley or anywhere in Malaysia should have psychiatrists on hand, mm-hmm. so they should be able to deal with these issues. Mm. If there's any reason that you don't want to go to government services, there's always um, private mental health clinics, you right. know, and then there are NGOs like the Befrienders, for example, you know, mm. that you could reach out to. Mm-hmm. But any of these should be fine. Really, mm. yeah. I see the the ratings here in that um, national health and morbidity morbidity survey. survey. Oh yeah. God, it sounds yeah. so. And they say that the increase of suicides, right, mm. have in. I mean, mm. it, it has increased. Yeah, it has shown an increase in this country, mm. especially among teenagers. Yeah, in this country. In this country, so thirteen mm. um, to seventeen were polled, mm-hmm. and eighteen point five percent of teenage girls reported experiencing suicidal. Thoughts hmm. more than double the seven point six percent among male eighteen point five percent. Oh, and more 18. more girls than more men, girls yeah. than and boys. that's from twenty twenty, is it? Yeah, uh, this is twenty twenty two. So yeah. why more girls than boys? Would you? I mean, would you be able to guess? Or, or? I'm not too sure why, but what I know from the numbers are mm. is that girls have or or females have um, more issues with depression, like. Threefold as opposed to men. Why is it because we're more emotional? Why? From my experience, I think that it's not that they're more emotional. I think they're more in tune with their emotions, right? Oh. So they come up more to seek help. They seek help more than the boys yeah, or the men. So you so see right. more mm. more girls in in psychiatric services than men because of that. You know, most mm. men don't speak out about these things. Right. You know, having said that, though. Talking about suicides, men actually have more lethal suicides than women. You mean how they, they 
how they kill themselves mm. is more lethal. They're more the lethal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not too sure what the numbers actually are, but I have to look that up. But it's mm. definitely more than women. Yeah. But what can we do? Like, how do we address? I mean, I feel that to talk about how to stay alive in your twenties, I think it's yeah. very pertinent because. That age group seems to be more volatile, volatile. Not to say volatile, but more predisposed towards, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, mental yeah. health issues. Yeah, the risk is higher, and among people over sixty, actually. Oh, really? Mm. Really? It's Why? eighteen to twenty-nine have the most um, prevalence to having mental health uh-huh. issues, mm-hmm. especially depression. Okay. And also. People who are more than 60 years old. But we're not there. We're not yeah. there. So we're, we're not there. there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so, so why? Yeah. Why is that? Why, yeah? What's the reason oh, for that? Because maybe at the end of their lives, they have a lot of regrets and they have so, they their own abandonment. You're probably right. It's probably ah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Their friends They're probably all dead or something. Yeah. yeah. Their mortality is more... Looming. It's looming. It's yeah. looming. It's yeah. There. I, I would it's like, be so depressed yeah. if I knew I was going to die yeah. soon. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But but what I'm what I'm take a deep breath there. <laughs> <laughs> deep thoughts. Okay. No, but I'm I'm rather interested in this because I feel that uh, mental health awareness. I mean, well, we all talk about mental health awareness. Most yeah. uh, companies do yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Nowadays, it's a big yeah, thing, right? It's a, it's Even a in the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you know, my, my nieces will tell me like, you know, I'm having anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah kind oh, of I need to see a therapist. Things and mm-hmm. all like that, but yeah. but okay. But the thing is, I still feel that the access access to mental health facilities mm-hmm. is still not there, so to speak. Mm-hmm. What what yeah. are your thoughts about that? I think it is there. I've are, worked do, with do these people. So? They're amazing doctors. You know, really, yeah? they are. Okay. Need to find them. They're out Damn. there. Is there a directory? You know, Is there a directory I'm for this? Like, and their ratings, like you know, you do uh, reviews like that. I don't think so. Okay, we need just the thing is, I'm not. Like, I think I need a therapist. Yeah. Let's just talk about just the doctors in the government service, right? I'm wow. not in the government service anymore, mm. but having worked with them, mm. you know, day in day out, having seen them. Meet patients and see patients. I have the utmost respect and belief in their in the service that they provide. Mm-hmm. You know, so go see them, seek help. You know, it's out there. Only if you search for it yourself. Isn't there you like know? the truth is out there? What, what is that a movie? Do you think that meant? <laughs> She's ignoring me. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I have a better question. I have a better question. It's, it's, like, it's <laughs> like the truth is out there. <laughs> <laughs> What is that? Was that is a X Files. It's X Files. Okay. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. See now. I forgot my question. <laughs> I had my question in my mind. You know. Okay. Okay. Well, you know Damn. what? You you might have to take Doctor Shafiq later because uh, time is running out. What? In fact, yeah. in fact, it has run out. So I'm gonna. I'm okay. Gonna, uh, you have another one. Yeah. Yeah. Quickly. Oh, come on, then. Come on, so then. if Hurry you're up. depressed and down, what are the steps that you think uh, people should take? When mm-hmm. when they they are going through this dark tunnel, right? Yeah. What what are the, the easiest the easy yeah. steps that they can yeah. take to overcome it? Top three. Top three. Top three. Top five. Top five. Yeah, five. I run out of time. Then man, like just okay. five. Lah, people right, are five. listening. Okay. And, okay. Um, number one help. should always be go seek professional help. Okay. Go see your doctor. Next. Right. Number two, learn some coping skills. Right. Okay. Number three. Breathing exercises. Oh, breathing All is right. important. Breathing right. exercises. Yes. Yeah. All right. Number four, I would say, have an action plan of what to do when you do actually feel suicidal. You know. Oh, that's like yeah. planning ahead. That's planning ahead. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you need to man. have algorithms in place. Get out of bed. How to plan ahead? <laughs> okay, never mind. You need to have algorithms in place for when that 
moment comes, Eventuality. you you know what to do. Right. It's like you don't wait for a fire to actually have it's like, a fire It's like plan, making right? a will before you die. Uh, no, it's not like a will. It's like a plan. Like it's an action plan. plan right? But you are expecting them to write yeah. a suicide note before they die, is it? Yeah. No, no, don't do that. People, <laughs> this is not a lesson in that. Okay, yeah. just exactly. letting you know. Okay, Listen yeah. to number the doctor. Five. Number, number five. five. Um, after seeing the doctor, your doctor, and mm-hmm. he feels he or she feels that you're safe enough to not be warded, mm-hmm. right? Go read my book. Ah, hopefully it'll help. Right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah definitely. Hopefully it's, it'll it's, help. A, it's a great book. But only book. after you see the doctor. But okay? doctor, I think it should be what you yeah. know. It should be how to stay alive. Period. <laughs> yeah, not just in your 20s Yeah, not in your 20s yeah. because yeah. a lot of us need to stay alive in our 30s and 40s and 50s. Yeah, yeah. amen. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the next book. Yeah, next book. Next okay. book. How to stay alive in your 30s? Yeah, and Doc Shafik yeah. is 30 by the way. So No, I'm turning 30. You're turning 30 tomorrow. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Libra. Like, I'm this is the last day of my 20s. So right. it's quite appropriate for the book. Right. Then so now it should Imagine be how to stay alive. Just don't know no age group. <laughs> Stay alive. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I, on that note, I think we've come to the end of the show, and it's been such an interesting topic, don't you think, Al? Yeah. Yeah. And guys, guys, if you are depressed, call befrienders. Okay. Call befrienders. This yeah. is a PSA for those of you who are listening in. Yeah. Don't be sad. Okay. All right. So, 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 can I end the show now? Yeah, you can. Okay. All right. Fine. So, before I go, please, uh, I need to remind you all to not. To forget to get your copy of Sunday Vibes, which is inside the new Sunday Times. Exactly. Okay. Failing which, you can go online www.nst.com.my, and we also have an Instagram page, which is it's it's quite cool. Yeah, it's Sunday Vibes underscore NST, and you know what? It'll keep you happy. Okay, so go and like our page, and uh, say hello to us, and you know. You and 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 buy uh, Dr. Shafiq's book, I think. Ah, it's, yes. It's a real great read. Where to get the book? Yeah. Where To get the book, um, there's a few places. Um, you could get it at some of the bigger bookstores in Malaysia. It's in MPH now, mm-hmm. by ah, the way. Okay. Yeah. So it's in all the stores of MPH. Mm-hmm. And then you could get it from my own publisher's um, bookstore, Katapilar. Katapilar. You know, okay. You get it online. Alright. There's um, Fixie has a few bookstores in Malaysia as well where you yeah. could get the book. Mm-hmm. Go Fixie. And, yeah, yeah. And Iman Shop as well. Iman Shop. You could okay. get it right. there. And right. also Shopee. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There you go. All right. So places. there's no yeah. excuse not to get the book. Call befrienders. Right. Okay. Well, till the next time, I'm going to say goodbye. And guys, that's the end of the show. Bye. Bye.